Welcome to the Align and Thrive podcast. I'm your host. My name is Emily Taylor. And today we're going to dig into body image, body confidence, and also body acceptance. And I felt a little bit hesitant to talk on this topic because I feel like it is so layered that it's something that is difficult to speak to and I want to do it justice. So I'm going to do my best, but I would also love to hear your takes, your experiences, and really build some dialogue around this. Now, I feel like the foundation of having barriers when it comes to our body image really comes from negative self-talk. And I want to start by just giving you a little bit of perspective. If you wouldn't make a comment to your friend, your family, your daughter, then why would you make it to yourself? And we do need to show up and meet ourselves with love, with kindness. We get to create the perspective of our life and what it feels like to live it. And that starts by getting really intentional with how we talk to ourselves and Sometimes we feel like self-affirmation or celebrating our own wins can come from a place of ego when self-affirming really is essential for starting to create a new narrative for ourselves that it actually really is gratitude work when we can highlight the things we are proud of and take pride in them that this is a skill we want to build and this is a skill we want to practice that we really have the power to create our own narrative. And that starts with self-affirming, positive self-talk, and it takes time to start to unpack that negative self-talk. And it is very normal to continue to have that um, immediate impulse reaction. But as soon as you hear that negative internal dialogue present, practice flipping the script. So if you hear a negative comment in your mindset, immediately rewrite it. Catch yourself in that moment, an immediate stop, and you rewrite that thought. And this is how we start to change those neural pathways. And we practice this over and over and over again. And when we first start doing mindset work, when we first start trying to build a positive mindset, it can feel like those thoughts will never change. It can feel like that negative tone will always be there with you. But the more we practice, the more we practice flipping the script, over time, those negative thoughts start to arise less and less. And we really do start to give ourselves a new perspective. And that starts to come more organically the more we practice and just the more we are staying present in our mindsets. So let's dig into body image. And I think we all have experienced what it feels like to have moments or days or, you know, even extended stretches where we do have a negative body image and we are negative towards ourselves and how we feel in our body has a lot less to do about our physique than we think. It is always nice to be achieving our goals and be working towards what we want to accomplish for ourselves. But there is so much we need to build up on that foundation to get there. 
And we also have the empowered choice to love ourselves exactly as we are along the way. And I think this really comes from a place of having a healthy why for wanting to accomplish your goals. And I am a big believer that the energy we bring into doing something has a really big effect on the outcome. And this is something I try to weave into my one-to-one health and fitness coaching as well. Just really having my clients motivated and fueled from a positive place and creating the narrative that their health and fitness journeys are lifelong journeys. It is not a temporary quick fix, a temporary change in lifestyle to accomplish a goal and then reverting right back to the lifestyles they had previously. We really want to focus on that sustainable lasting change. That's how we're going to enjoy the journey. That's how we're going to achieve our goals. That's how we're going to continue to progress. And that's also how we're going to be successful in a long-term capacity. So when our goals are fueled from a positive place, they're fueled from a deep supported belief that we are worthy of achieving our goals. And when we believe we are worthy of achieving our goals, that means We are fueling our body with quality fuel because we believe we deserve to feel our best. It's not coming from a place of restriction or a place of punishment. It is coming from a joy-filled place of believing you deserve quality nutrition because you want to feel good in your body. And our nutrition is so much more then what is going to be contributing to our physique goals? It's also the foundation of our mental wellness, our moods, our energy, our patience. So when you fall into the pattern of restricting your nutrition, you're also really restricting the way you're going to feel. You're starting to self-limit on your moods, your energy, your performance. You really start to play small in your life overall when you are really overly restricting because it has a bigger effect than what you think. And it has a big impact just on who we are showing up as, which we don't always realize. And when we are approaching our exercise from a place of self-love, We want to feel strong. We want to feel empowered. Again, these are not ways that we punish ourselves and punish our bodies. They are celebrations of how good we can feel, celebrations of how strong we are. And strength training and moving our bodies should be empowering. I know what it's like when we aren't as fit as we want to be, and those moments can feel a little bit defeating maybe even a little bit embarrassing, but you shouldn't feel embarrassed. You shouldn't feel defeated. You should feel so proud of yourself, of challenging yourself, of challenging your body, of wanting to get stronger. And I know that alone can be a barrier for many in their health and fitness journeys, just feeling uncomfortable as they start to move their body and build that skill set. But Let me tell you, no matter what point you are at in your health and fitness journey, we are all always getting better at whatever skill we are trying to build. Even myself, as someone that is an experienced weightlifter, 
I'm always trying new things. There is still a lot of exercises and movements that I have never done before. And I am someone I do not consider myself naturally athletic. These are skills that I have built. They have not been naturally occurring and step outside of your comfort zone. There is so much more joy to life when we can actually celebrate our failure, maybe have a laugh. If you do something and it wasn't fantastic, have a laugh about it. I do. As someone that is an experienced weight trainer, I will try a new exercise or movement and go, you know what? I think that probably looked like shit. And I'm going to film myself. I'm going to ask for feedback and I'm going to try and do it better next time. Because how boring would life be if you were just perfect at everything? That would make for the most mundane life possibly. There is so much joy and reward and sense of fulfillment when we have to work to accomplish something. And that's how it should be. There is so much joy in that process. I always like to compare this to climbing a mountain, a mountain that when we are, you know, on the climb, it's hard, it's challenging, it feels sticky, you're out of breath, it feels frustrating. But then you get to the top of the mountain and you're at the viewpoint. Maybe you're seeing the sunset. Maybe you're seeing the sunrise. And in that moment, everything was worth it. You would have done that climb 10 times over just for that one exquisite, blissful moment. And we have these broken up throughout our life into micro experiences with all the skills we need to build, with all the mountains we need to climb. But when we're at the top, when we have those up levels, those upswings, we really realize it was all worth it and you would have done it 10 times over. But we need to stay committed and we need to build the self-trust in that process by continuing to show up. Even if we can't see the viewpoint yet, we need to be the people that follow through on the commitments we make to ourselves, and trust that that next upswing, that next up leveling is coming, but we need to focus on that forward motion to get there. So next, I kind of want to touch on what we surround ourselves with that may affect how we view our own bodies and We need to be empowered when it comes to curating our content. If you're looking at things and exposing yourself to things on a very frequent basis that are not supportive to your body image and how you feel, then you need to, from an empowered place, start curating your content. There's going to be times in our journey where we just are more sensitive and more easily triggered. And we also need to honor that. If there's certain things, certain influencers, certain people in your life that um, trigger a lot of negative self-talk, you have the choice to pull that energy back into yourself, back into your body and not engage. And there will always be people that cross our paths on our journey and They do not intend to, but maybe their presence, their energy, the topics they're speaking on feel triggering. And we need to have that self-awareness 
to um, take it outside of our consumption, that we don't need to be exposing ourselves to that on a frequent basis if it's not serving our highest good. And if you have never um, done a social media detox where you're taking anything off those social media platforms that isn't serving your highest good, I challenge you to do that because you have the choice to surround yourself with people that are going to serve as expanders, influences that are going to feel inspiring versus defeating. So find those sources for you that feel empowering, inspiring. And when you are looking at social media content, I also really want you to shift perspective that When you see people that are at a different point on their journey, maybe they've been consistent for the last five to 10 years, don't be envious or jealous or, uh, you know, self-deprecating because you are not there on your journey. Your journey is your own journey. And we need to be able to look at these influences as inspiration, as people that expand us, that we see what is possible for ourselves because we're looking at what they have accomplished within their journey. But our journeys are our own. And if you find yourself comparing, that's something we need to be really careful with because it will take so much joy away from you. And there is no place for comparison. You are so unique. You are your own being. You have your own special kind of magic that absolutely nobody can compare to. And we are all so unique and so, so freaking magical that we really need to celebrate our own uniqueness. And there is no place for comparison. We can look to others as inspiration, as expanders, but if you find yourself comparing, then we need to find a way to be curating your content and your consumption in a way that's going to better serve you. Now, I quickly want to touch on perspective for a moment as well, because when you're looking to others, not only they may they may be at different points on their journey, but you don't actually know what their lifestyle looks like. You don't know where their health actually is as well, especially for female bodies. It's very difficult to maintain in a very lean state uh, for an extended period of time. It's something you can accomplish temporarily. It will also, even in a temporary basis, have an impact on your health and hormones. So you need to know within yourself that the things that you're seeing They may be posed, uh, they may be enhanced. So it also may be an enhanced athlete that is, you know, taking different things to help support them getting to that level of a physique. Um, And you don't know where their health is. You don't know where their lifestyle is. You don't know where their mental wellness is as well. A picture is just a picture. You don't know if it's edited. You don't know if it's photoshopped. You know, you don't know if there's someone that has difficulty just gaining weight in general and staying at a healthy level of body fat. There are just so many variables that just because you saw a picture of someone that looked good, you know, it might not be realistic of what actually is maintainable in a healthy body. So 
the more you educate yourself, the more perspective you're going to gain on what is going to be realistic, to be maintainable, and also to give you that life balance as well. That the higher a level of physique you accomplish, there's also going to be more demand on you and it might not be the lifestyle you want to live. So there are also times on a health and fitness journey where the goals you want to accomplish may not align with the lifestyle you want to live. So that's something else that needs to be in balance. We are always making progression as long as we have that foundation and we stay consistent, but there's going to be certain levels of physique that aren't maintainable, or there's going to be certain levels of physique that to accomplish it, the lifestyle you would have to live would be very restrictive and you might sacrifice some of that joy, some of that mental wellness, some of that energy trying to achieve that high level of physique. So that's something also to keep in mind to give you that perspective. Now, body confidence and body acceptance doesn't come from achieving a certain physique benchmark. That is something on the inside that we exude out. Yes, we can work towards our goals, but again, we want to fuel that from a place of positivity that we are meeting ourselves with loving kindness. We can show up and be disciplined to get to the next level in our goals, but that's not us punishing ourselves. That's us knowing we are capable of growth, that we are capable of progression, and that our self-love tells us we are worthy and deserving to get to the next level in our goals because that's what we want for ourselves. But again, it's coming from a place of just self-love and wanting to grow. And I want to touch on choosing your health over choosing leanness. Because again, just like I was touching on how sometimes the level of physique we want to achieve doesn't always live with uh, align with the lifestyle we want to live. And our mental health is something that we still want to prioritize that for most individuals, we do want to find a place in our health and fitness journey that we can continue to make progression. We feel really good and strong in our body. We have balance with our mental wellness and your mental health is always going to be the number one priority. That is the absolute essential when we are creating this foundation. And often when people have really negative self-talk or even toxic relationships with their health and fitness, that is coming from something so much deeper that they are avoiding dealing with. They are avoiding doing the healing work with. And when people have foundational issues and uh, body issues, there's often a deeper layer there of some kind of shame, some kind of guilt. And we don't know where you pick that up along the way. As we start to go through our health and fitness journeys, I like to call them our healing journeys. We start to unpack where these self-limiting beliefs may have come from. And for a lot of females, um, we grow up, grew up with moms that were maybe doing a lot of fad diets or were really focused on fat loss goals throughout our entire adolescence. And 
then that's something that we ended up taking with us and we never realized. And because our moms were always so focused on fat loss as adult females, now we think we need to always be focused on fat loss. We need to always, you know, be pushing to be leaner and thinner uh, because it's something that's actually been conditioned into us where I feel now there is such an impact, such a movement starting where women are starting to unpack that they're starting to heal that we're starting to get some really powerful generational change where the focus is no longer being really thin. The focus is on being strong. We now have, you know, so many women that are strength training, that are being empowered, that want to be strong. They want to have defined muscles versus just being thin. And, you know, I think about even the word skinny. Skinny is never a word I use. Um, It's never even a word that my clients describe their goals as. It's very few and far between that I do have a client that says, I want to be skinny. Most women want to be strong. They want to be defined. And they really want to learn what it means to be the strongest version of themselves. And when that is the energy we are taking into our health and fitness journeys. So going back to the beginning of this episode, when we are really pulling that energy into our health and fitness journey, that this isn't punishment. This is our journey of empowerment. This is our journey of creating our best self of growing, of creating this strong foundation, of feeling good in our bodies. And most women, when they've had that history of always thinking they need to lose weight, they've also been really restrictive for most of their lives. They've been in caloric deficits and on diets for most of their lives. And when that has been the scenario, they don't actually realize what it feels like to be optimized, let's say, where when they're eating the amount of food they should, then they can feel good. They can have optimal performance. They can start supporting and working with their hormones. Uh, They can feel strong. And it's like this entire new chapter of their lives begin when they really realize how great they can feel. It's very often that when Uh, individuals have been in that really restrictive phase, they just get adjusted to what that feels like. And when your nutrition is really restricted, then your body starts to make adjustments on how it is functioning because its focus is just keeping you alive. So optimal energy, optimal strength, optimal moods become far less important when your body is kind of going into survival mode, where we are capable of feeling so much more than that. We want to feel our best. We want to feel strong. And we also want to make sure we're fueling our bodies with intention, especially when that really is the foundation of our mental health is how we are fueling our bodies. So one thing I want to close on as well is how we talk to ourselves. And if you wouldn't say it to a friend, to a family member, to your daughter, why would you say it to yourself? If negative self-talk and 
your body image is keeping you stuck, start catching that thought process by as soon as you hear something that isn't positive about yourself, I want you to ask yourself, would I say that to my best friend? If the answer is no, then that's not something you should be saying to yourself. We want to be our own hype girls. We want to start building ourselves up. And once you do, once you become conscious in that self-talk, I want you to watch how magnetic you get in your own life, that people are suddenly drawn to you because you're creating an energy. You are empowered and that is going to exude out and everything in your life is going to amplify because that self-talk is the practice of gratitude when we can really harness that power and start creating positive self-talk and positive self-affirmation. You should be affirming yourself on a daily basis because that is going to create the narrative of your life. And you are worthy and deserving of feeling like the absolute best version of yourself. Life is too short for you to be anything less than the fullest, most fulfilled, most sparkly and magical version of yourself. So thank you so much. I, at the beginning of this episode, didn't really know how to speak to body image. And I think it's something that can keep a lot of females stuck, males as well, but primarily females. I think this is something that is more prevalent in females. And I think it does have some tie-ins to our adolescence, you know, generations of fad diets as well. And now we're, we are at a point where there is generational change happening, where it is no longer about being thin or skinny. We want to be powerful. We want to be strong, but we also want to have a really educated perspective on what is realistic, what is maintainable, and the value of our life balance and mental wellness. These are all things that we really want to start getting educated on because if we're always trying to strive for a level of physique that isn't even realistic, what we're doing is creating this tone within ourselves that we are never enough, that we are never worthy because we can never achieve these unachievable goals. So these are all things to get really mindful with because we can start rewriting that mindset and know that we are worthy, we are enough, and everything we are doing in terms of our health and fitness is getting fueled from a place of self-love and a deep belief that we are worthy of feeling good and worthy of achieving our goals, but also making sure to set realistic expectations of ourselves. And when we do that, when our expectations of ourselves are realistic, and then we reinforce that with action, like showing up for ourselves, being the people that do not break promises to ourselves, then we start creating this supportive foundation of self-trust. And that self-trust is so empowering. This is when we really start to become the strongest versions of ourselves. And again, it creates this foundation of self-worth because we are showing up for ourselves we truly believe that we are worthy because our actions are reinforcing that belief. 
So thank you so much for anyone that listened to today's episode. I appreciate you. I would love if you left a comment, a review, took a screenshot and tagged me and put it in your story on Instagram. My handle on Instagram is at Emily Nicole Fit. And if you like some recipes, my Instagram is flooded with recipes. So go ahead and have a look at what I got going on over there. But otherwise, thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your night.